0: KGEZ Good Morning Show Drill Down. A candid conversation with our correspondent covering this morning's hottest story. This is the second of our two exclusive KGEZ Good Morning Show Drill Downs made possible by Bailey Insurance Services. To Washington D.C. and Bob Costantini.
1: Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, Robert and John. Uh, In about an hour, the president will be sitting down with the top Uh, Congressional leaders, Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democratic leader in the House, and Senators Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. Um, And they have a lot to discuss, as we... uh, uh, I don't have to really repeat all of it, but we've got a Friday midnight Washington time deadline for a partial government shutdown if uh, no funding bill is approved uh, by then. On top of that... Uh, the, we have the what is going to happen with the president's supplemental budget request, uh, which includes aid to Ukraine, Israel, as well as ta- Taiwan. And throw into that mix what in the world uh, might possibly happen as far as the whole immigration uh, mess, if you want to look at it that way, the negotiations, what was in the senate package what former president trump decided he would oppose in that package etc cetera, etc cetera. that's all in there uh, as well and kind of i guess all eyes will be on johnson uh, the speaker to just de- determine what he's going to do uh if if we're going to avoid a partial government shutdown there's a lot of uh, house republicans who think a shutdown is a good idea uh, uh you know but most um uh, the other republican leaders don't necessarily think it is mitch mcconnell was one of them especially senate republicans don't think it's a good idea but uh, it's a high stakes kind of meeting and we're not sure you know it's it's kind of doubtful that everybody will come out and with some kind of agreement but you know you never know really guys
0: chilly reception between uh, president oh. biden and and uh, speaker johnson what do you think
1: yeah i think it will be really because johnson had uh uh, had said you know this is the history of it all as far as the uh, immigration part of this the asylum part of all this is that johnson had said the house republicans they had approved legislation that basically would shut down the border uh, as far as asylum is concerned uh but they Uh, And that was what Johnson insisted the Senate approve. Well, the Senate worked out a bipartisan compromise, and then former President Trump stepped in and said Republicans had to reject it no matter what, any kind of compromise on that, because that would take away the immigration issue as something that Trump would play up during the presidential campaign. Johnson has... You know, uh, well, the, the Senate then approved a bill uh, for with the aid to Ukraine, the foreign, uh, you know, assistance part of the supplemental spending bill, and then they sent it over to the House. And then Johnson has said that he will not uh, consider uh, putting this on the floor unless it has some kind of asylum component to it. So that has brought up the notion that maybe uh, a mix of Democrats and Republicans who are uh, national security-oriented would sign on to a discharge petition, and that means the majority of the House uh, can force the Speaker to bring up a piece of legislation uh, and all the dangers that carries for Republicans uh, who would sign on to it. Uh, that's brought up that particular uh, notion. But, uh, you know, we just don't know. Johnson has been very cryptic about this. And, uh, you know, he and Trump speak a lot. And it was a week ago that Johnson was down at Mar-a-Lago discussing these issues with the former president. And, you know, on top of that, we we also know that uh, former president Trump does not want any additional aid to Ukraine. And there's a number of House Republicans who don't want that as well. Okay, now, as far as the
0: discharge uh, idea, all of these votes have to be on record there's never any secret balloting that is allowed
1: well if it's a discharge petition you have to sign it, <laughs> uh, I get it. and and so the um uh, uh, we'll literally have to sign it this is not just some you know magical thing that the house can do from time to time but even then uh you know any vote that's taken in the house of representatives and the senate as well except uh, unless it's by unanimous consent and no one objects. Yeah, they have to go on the record for this. But to go against Johnson and uh, Trump with a discharge petition is uh, sort of like would give the heebie-jeebies to a lot of uh, House Republicans, even if they believe firmly that there should be additional aid to Ukraine. So that, that's, that's where that whole petition the thing, discharge petition thing, is, and there is some question as to whether or not any Republicans will go along with it, uh, so as not to uh, appear disloyal to Johnson, let alone Trump. And uh, you know, but that's that's what the, the Democrats perhaps have up their sleeves to try to move forward with the uh, the, the foreign legis- the foreign aid legislation. Uh, but you know, then there's the government shutdown. Uh, issue, which uh, the, you know uh, the the far right Republicans in the House are concerned about, uh, you know the, the, this being you know approved in a, you know another temporary spending bill, which could be approved till who knows when, uh, and they want at least a one percent rollback of current government spending, and that includes defense which has put them up against some of the national security folks in the Republican, on the Republican side uh, as well. So it's, uh, it's a tough position for Speaker Johnson to be in and hanging over him is the sort of Damocles of a possible uh, motion to vacate the chair, uh, the way uh, a handful of Republicans uh, ended up doing to Kevin McCarthy.
0: Okay, now, when is this
1: meeting? It, 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 uh, it'll be in about an hour from now at the White House, okay. uh, in the Oval Office.
0: And, and you said that some of the participants might speak in the uh, driveway because there's a photo op at
1: the top of the meeting. Might you be yes. listening? <laughs> um, well, well, yes, of course. Uh, and uh, you know, you never know. Uh, but uh, at times, I, I, I think uh, if if history is any the guide to this recent history obviously is a guide I don't necessarily think Johnson is going to come out and speak in the driveway unless you know as I say unless they they come to some kind of agreement on how to proceed to avoid a shutdown and or proceed with the uh uh you know the uh, aid to uh, Ukraine and Israel so well. I don't think he'll necessarily speak Schumer uh, probably will and so uh, Hakeem Jeffries will probably speak they'll yeah, they'll probably come out together uh, potentially to speak in the driveway but you never know they, they all they have to do is just get in the cars on the other you know <laughs> and they don't have to walk out of the, that particular driveway <laughs> okay i know they don't go in that way that's why <laughs> <laughs> if there is some kind of uh, progress to report uh, maybe we'll hear about it but if not uh, it's a possibility that no one will speak and or Probably just the Democrats
0: well I think you or Linda has told us that uh, don't ever get between Chuck Schumer and a microphone
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's the usual uh, <laughs> just a, a running joke um, in Washington and I uh, you know again I yeah I would not uh, I certainly won't be surprised if he comes out to talk but uh, and, and he believes and he's the Senate, Senate Democrat. he's the Senate majority leader. So he calls some tuning in the senate to begin with so uh it wouldn't be surprising to have him come out and speak and so. and you know if, if johnson remains uh stubborn with a lot of this then schumer will probably come out and criticize him uh but i you know we can all hope and really hope that uh, some kind of agreement will be reached to avoid a shutdown
0: well, now, you stayed up last night for, uh, uh, mm-hmm. for a late night with uh, Seth Meyers. How did Seth the Myers.
1: president do? Well, uh, you know, uh, as is typical of when President Obama actually appeared on uh, The Tonight Show and did some other late night shows, I think, and other talk shows, it's typical that the, the host uh, tends to be someone who tends to be liberal uh, to begin with. And so there were the usual jokes about uh, Dark Brandon, and the president pulled out his sunglasses, and they had a gag about that. But uh, they did get into some serious questions uh, regarding uh, the president's age, in particular. And you know, Myers well, Myers was relatively serious and, and said a lot of people don't don't think you're uh, you know up to the job at your age. Um, and, and the the Biden response was. Uh, it's about how old your ideas are. Uh, I mean, and then he talked about this. This is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back on Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues. And and of course, uh, in New York, where the president was yesterday, yesterday when he recorded the program uh, and with Seth Myers. It's an audience that's going to be receptive uh, to uh, an anti-Trump message to begin with. And, and that has to be clear. Um, so he talked about that, and then he uh, talked about uh, Mr. Trump's uh, notion of that Russia could be doing whatever the hell they want, with the quote from him, to any NATO nation that's not paying as much of for defense as the alliance uh, is requiring uh right now and that that came up when he talked about ukraine but the, the, the large majority of his remarks that were newsworthy in a sense were about the uh the israel's war in gaza against hamas and the president continues to push uh prime minister benjamin netanyahu of israel to agree to a temporary ceasefire including uh, perhaps with ramadan coming uh to try to prevent as many civilian casualties as possible in the city of Rafah. And this is a very, very uh difficult situation there uh right now because Israel still wants to destroy whatever is left of Hamas in the, the city of Rafa. Uh and, and you know obviously we get into this notion of can you you can destroy the terrorists but can you destroy the idea and by killing so many civilians as israel has ended up doing here has that made things uh, that much worse for the, you know for israel itself in the long run it has received a lot of international condemnation even president biden uh, had uh, said a couple of weeks ago that it was over the top what israel was doing some of what israel was doing um, but his his goal, the president's goal, is he said, I think that if we can get that temporary ceasefire, we're going to be able to move in a direction where we can change the dynamic. And he he continues to talk about getting all the hostages out. I mean, the the Israeli hostages Hamas is still holding, uh, as if he has some particular power over that, and, and that kind of is a head scratcher with me um, because you know netanyahu himself is under extreme pressure um, a lot of people calling for his resignation uh because he can't seem to win the release of the remaining hostages and the hostage families are having daily protests in tel aviv uh to uh to try to push this issue on netanyahu guys so th- that um you know, and, and then the president, uh, while they went downstairs to have ice cream, the pool you know, went with him, and the president was holding a cone while he was talking about uh, to the pool about this idea of a temporary ceasefire uh, that he said uh, he hopes could uh, occur before the coming weekend is up. Um, but that, that was the big newsy part of this uh, Seth Meyers interview.
0: So... Um... Everybody seems to go to the uh, southern border. Our governor, our attorney general, hmm. our entire <laughs> our entire uh, uh, congressional delegation from Montana mm-hmm. has been, but never anybody. I mean, all of them at the same time. Uh, yeah. This Thursday now, it looks like we're going to have both uh, the president and the former president there. Yes.
1: Uh, yes, in different cities, of course, uh, not uh, not together, uh, but. Uh, It it, it isn't a coincidence, let's be real, that President Biden has decided to go down to the border on Thursday, the very day that Donald Trump was set to deliver campaign remarks in Eagle Pass, Texas, which is the town where uh, the the Biden administration is in a significant showdown with uh, Governor Greg Abbott and other Republicans in Texas uh, regarding This is where the razor wire buoys were put into the Rio Grande, and Texas has lined a lot of the shoreline with its own razor wire. And there is a park there in Eagle Pass, um, and and the status of it remains unclear, uh, where migrants uh, who have uh, come into the country illegally have tended to gather, and uh, Texas law enforcement is uh, controlling the access to that park and uh as an aside this is where the president biden has been and, and the, by the way the, the texas national guard is involved in that as well and as an aside this is where president biden has been considering that if push comes to shove federalizing the national guard there and uh trying to take control of that particular part but the president doesn't really want to push that button just yet because this is not uh, an issue Uh, on which he polls very well. I don't have to tell you guys about that. But anyway, so the president's going to be in Eagle Pass. uh, 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 I mean, Donald Trump's going to be in Eagle Pass. The president is going to be in Brownsville and get a formal update from the Customs and Border Patrol and other officials. Um, And I suppose he'll bring bring the impeached Secretary of Homeland Security, uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, with him. As a show of support, uh, at least, and and it it may very well be as as the president's trip down there a year ago was uh, that he sees a lot of good things happening there on the border, not necessarily the troubles that hit that or you know the, the the scenes of people on the streets in places like Brownsville and or Eagle Pass and other uh, border towns, especially.
0: Bob, as always, we appreciate your great reporting, and thank you for drilling down for us this morning.
1: Excellent. All right, you guys. Anyway, talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. you. Know your agent. Don't buy insurance from a
0: reptile or a website. Would a gecko or a goose tell you a competitor has a better rate? Well,
1: Bailey Insurance Services is an independent agency, so they don't really have competitors. They offer all types of insurance from many different carriers, so you get a price check and you get to work with the same professional local company for your home, your business, and your health. Bailey Insurance Services, at the corner of Meridian and Center Street, at baileymt.com
0: and at 752-7676. The KGEZ Good Morning Show, Drill Down. Drill Down. Covering the biggest stories and bringing them home to Northwest Montana. KGEZ. And that's the second of our two exclusive KGEZ Good Morning Show drill downs made possible by Bailey Insurance Services. Local and independent. Now That means they can shop many carriers for you at the same time to get you the best coverage and the best rate. Your home, your auto, your toys, and your health, call Bailey Insurance Services seven five two seventy six seventy six.